Hello. Hello there. Welcome to FOH. And how are you? And how are we today? And how are we? (laughs) I'm Kelly Sullivan. I'm Lillian Devane. This is a podcast about the restaurant industry, the food service industry, whatever else you can call it. Yeah. Food. Slinging hash. (laughs) Slinging drinks. Slinging? You're in a sling. You're in a sling. David and Goliath. Oh, I like that. Little the um, what did they? What is the other word for it? Thong, a thong. Yeah, right. People say that like a leather mm-hmm. thong. Mm-hmm. If you like that, you're gonna love this podcast. Yep. Um. Very fun. Very fun. What's your week like, Kelly? In in the world of your service? Yeah. Um. Well, we worked together on Saturday night. Yeah. True reunion, which we never do anymore. Yeah. That was not my favorite experience, but not because of you. <laughs> you i wouldn't have thought um (laughs) no it's like it's always hard to just hop back in yeah i mean there were a lot of uh mitigating factors but yeah it is it's hard i felt stressed out yeah it wasn't yeah it was not my favorite yeah it's okay though it's fine moving on yeah moving on um but we were just talking about something that can happen a a a bad thing that happens sometimes in service (laughs) is like I had this couple, they were sitting at the bar, but I was taking care of them and they were just so nice and so friendly and like really were into all the food and to the point where the guy was, they were from out of town and the guy was like, I'm coming back to New York in a few weeks and I definitely want to like come back here for one of my dinners. It's so good. Like they were just like, we were really vibing and um, I could tell I was like Kelly's really spending a lot of time with these people. They were just so nice, and you know, sometimes like I'll I'll meet another Midwesterner and I'll just really mm-hmm. hit it off. They're like you like corn? <laughs> it's like what? me too. <laughs> oh my god, you learned to drive when you were nine years of age. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and so we were just like just having a great time and I ended up buying their dessert and sending them some Amaro with dessert. And I was like, we just love each other. And then they did not leave me 20%. (laughs) And I was like, uh, it's so crazy when that happens. Yeah. I think it just truly is that if you're like from like, I think they were from, I don't know, like Colorado, Nebraska, like, you know, it's like, you don't think like, you're like, I think you're surprised. Like their dinner was like 160 bucks. And I think they were probably like, Whoa, that's not even that much. I know, They had a bottle of wine. Yeah. They had like two drinks, then a bottle of wine, then a bunch of food. And I think they were just like, whoa, that's a lot. So they left like 30 bucks. But it's like, oh, God, man. especially if you're like having a good time with someone, like give them an extra five, 10 bucks. Damn. I know. I was like, that is uh, so. And it's, and again, it's like you weren't even like, quote, doing it for the money, but no. you just, but, but like that is just like something that happened. It's just kind of, I don't know. It's just, yeah. It's just like sometimes you're like, you think you really nailed it. Yeah. And I do think I did. Like, it's not like something where I think they were like, in fact, we don't know. Of course. I'm sure they had an amazing time, but it is just kind of like, okay, so this isn't always a, a one-to-one. Yeah. You think you're like, wow, like this is just like, we're going to do great. And then you're like, we're taking care of each other. Yeah. 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 And I think especially in New York, like, like New Yorkers would know, like that's, yeah, bucks. totally, totally. Bless their hearts. Bless their little hearts. Well, so when you Pete see that, comes back. you're going to be like, I got it. Let's have a sit down. I got a bone to pick, brother. <laughs> you just don't pretend not to remember him. That's and what like, I would do. 
Like, oh, hello, Gerald, <laughs> whatever his name was. I'm like, oh, you duck in my doorway. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Man, that sucks. I'll yeah, give you, it was I, fine, but it's just like it does happen sometimes. Yeah. I'll give you 10 bucks. Oh, thanks. Sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, I had a really nutty day on Friday, and I just think something's... Fry-yay. Fry-yay. <laughs> I think something was really going on planetary. Mm-hmm. I, here's the thing. I walked into work... And I was like, you know what? I actually think that there is a dark presence in my workplace. Yeah, I actually think that too. Which doesn't make me feel any better about it. It actually makes me feel a lot worse. But just kind of acknowledging it made me be like, okay, I'm not crazy. And so I was like, okay, not that there's like a demon per se, but there is something. And it's just like the hair on the back of my neck stands up while I'm working the whole time. And it's like insane. Like yeah. Like a true, some true evil. Yeah. There's like a vortex there for yeah. sure. So anyways, I'm dealing with that um, just day to day. But um, on Friday, I was like, okay, just like sage, sage the place, do your job, get the fuck out per, per usual. It's happy hour. Nothing bad's going to happen. It's, it's daylight. It's like you cut to you like, you know, when you're getting in the car and you're like, ah, your hands are shaking, <laughs> the keys, the ghost barreling down on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, something like that. Um, but so it's like 4.15, just starting the happy hour, and this elderly man walks in, and I'm like, cool, I, I love a good neighborhood dude just coming in. And the first thing he says, he's like, hey, can I have a, a high-life pony, which are those small high-lifes half beers? He's like, I don't want to get started in Margaritaville too early. And I was like, hell yeah, dude. I was like, got to take it slow. You know, we're just like chatting. Seems to be a pretty like just a weird old guy, but not menacing. And then he's like, you know, I used to live here. And he starts to tell me like, you know, he lived in Greenpoint forever and blah, blah, blah. And we were just chatting. It's one of those people where you just kind of instantly tell they just really need someone to talk to. And I'm more than happy to talk to a weirdo as I've stated before. So we're chatting. He's insane, but like perfectly nice. And he's like, I live in Jersey now, you know, it's pretty lonely. And I was like, Oh yeah, it's nice to come into the city and you know, hang out and we're talking. And then he's like, yeah, I'm getting old though. You know, these, these little bird bones, I'm like turning into a little spider. I'm turning into a spider with the bird bones. And I was like, yeah, you know, happens to everyone though. It's a circle of life, you know? You get those brittle little bones. I'm like, what the fuck am I talking about? And then, and then he goes, but I'm so grateful for everything, you know, because, um, you know, I really am grateful for everything. I'm just really trying to stay out of, uh, you know, that place down there. And I was like, okay. And he's like, yeah, you should Google, (laughs) you should Google hell sometime. Pretty scary stuff. And I was just like. How the fuck do I respond to, you should Google hell? Oh, my God. And I was like, yeah, from what I've heard, (laughs) it does sound bad. I'm like, do not want to go there. And, uh, and I was just, and then I just was like, cool. So I'm assuming you have a church you go to in Jersey. He was like, I sure do. I was like, God bless. Um, but he, yeah, just so quickly turned to Google hell. Google hell is so funny to me because it's not like even, he's not even saying like, read the Bible. 
Yeah, no, it's just like engage with the internet <laughs> in a very base way, googling <laughs> hell. And then, of course, an old person would just say, "Google hell." It's like, how can I relate to the young people when the teachings of Christ? You tell them to start off with a Google search, brothers and sisters. You start off with a Google search. You go to Wikipedia. You get closer to the Lord. You, not even a specific website. Like if no. I just came up to someone and I was like, why don't you Google unions sometime? <laughs> Check it out. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then I did Google hell later that day just to see what all the right. fuss was about. <laughs> I was like, I actually have never Googled hell. I don't think I have. Well, sister, a lot of fire. <laughs> First images coming up. Yeah. Anyways, so that was hilarious. And I was like, okay, there is something going on. And then these two guys came in on the heels of that gentleman. Mm-hmm. They little came in. Little devils. Little devils ripping in fucking 445. Just the most fucking coked out bros. I've ever, like really nice camel coats, like really well dressed, nice watches, just like, hey, how's it going? Like, oh, I'm just gonna get a couple beers, couple shots, couple beers, couple shots. How's it going in here? Do you guys have bar games? I hate bar games. You know what sucks about bar games? Real douchey kind of bros come around. If you have bar games, I was like, yeah, like you. You are a douchey bro. What are you talking about? And then he was like, you know what kind of game I like to play in a bar? It's called Keeping Up With The Conversation. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Again, still light outside, 445. (laughs) Cannot stress how light it was outside at this moment. I was like, everyone, please take a moment. Just breathe in for a second. Mm -hmm. This is Greenpoint. Take a nice hit of that jewel. I... Listeners, I'm holding a jewel in my fist. I, as we speak right now, it's my new thing. Dad, if you're listening, please plug your ears. I got a jewel. It's my favorite thing in the world now. Um, <clears throat> anyways, basically, it ended up that they were just this one guy was trying to weirdly hit on me, which I don't. It's so weird to me when those kind of guys like try to like get in with me. Like I'm not like, am I like a starter weird girl for those guys? Am I not threatening enough? Like I don't get it. I think that it. I think you. I have a theory on it. I'll tell you off, Mike. Why? Mm, I don't know how you're gonna react to it. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Like, now, well, I'm gonna be thinking about it. You're gonna beat me with something. <sighs> I won't beat you with my jewel because I love it. Well, also that wouldn't. Hurt. Okay, well, anyways, <laughs> basically, the last thing I'll say about them, because the entire conversation was absolutely batshit, but he, he was just like, right when I was like near them doing something, he was like, two kind of people in this world, people who drink Burnett and people who don't. And I was like, oh my fucking God. I'm like, put a bullet in my brain. What are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? That doesn't make... That is the lamest shit you could possibly say to me right now. Also, like, I guess objectively, yes. Like, anything could be categorized as, like, some people like this, some people don't. You know what I mean? Some people eat lunch at noon. Some people eat it at one thirty. You know what I'm saying. What the fuck? Oh, Lord. Anyways, yeah. So I was just like, bro... I think that there's some kind of guide for like hitting on service people going around bro culture. I think so too, because that guy, you told you, yeah, told me this that he was like, You gonna be behind the bar on the floor? I was like, How do you know that? How do you know that? Who told you? <laughs> Who told you what a four top is? <laughs> I do. I think it's like it's infiltrated a little too much. Yeah. Maybe because of Vanderpump. Do 
you think? Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll do it when we do our big essay about <laughs> Vander, our big piece for the Atlantic. <laughs> uh, no, so many fucking other socialists have beaten us to that punch. About Vanderpump rules? Yeah, it's very popular among leftists. Ugh, I don't care about them anymore. Now that they're mainstream in New York mag. Um, clay mask on my sweater. Oh, do we need to stop recording for no, that? No, I'm just telling you. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so it's been an eventful week. I kind of was questioning my ability to be in the service industry a lot this weekend. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if I have the disposition. I don't know what... I need to like go on a retreat and then come back and be able to serve people. Yeah. Because lately it's been real challenge. I have been Googling those silent retreats, like upstate they have them. You would last five minutes. Well, that's the challenge. Yeah, that's why a quiet person wouldn't do that. It wouldn't be helpful for them. Well, what's the punishment if you talk? Flagellation? (laughs) I don't know. Cool. Um, Yeah, well, look into it. Let me know how it goes. You can get scholarships. Oh, my God. Okay. Ralph Um, Delaney did one. He's hot. Yeah, he is hot. It's not fair and also like his vulnerability and like mourning his son's death god forgive me is like very attractive (laughs) to me i mean if more men had sons who died we would be in business oh yeah (laughs) boy howdy my panties would be moist okay okay um (laughs) kelly what are we talking about this week we are talking about an issue near and dear to the foh hearts Mm -hmm. hearts and minds um we're talking about basically cooking food blogs. Yeah. Food and blogs. the recent trend Ugh. of, I feel like in the ma- past month, this is like cropped up. Yeah. Where people are like, fuck you. If you put an intro to a recipe, just tell me how to make flatbread pizza. Hey, food bloggers. I don't want to have to know about your fucking grandma to learn how to make a casserole. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. And like, like, tweets where people are like oh yeah your four-page essay on italy <laughs> it's like whatever yeah i think this has been a quote-unquote joke and i say that because it's not a joke and it's it's not funny or interesting it's not a joke um has been happening for years but recently people you know twitter is full of just people piggybacking and retweeting mm-hmm. and stealing it's con it's a constant problem yeah but this particular format and subject has even chelsea peretti said it recently you know i have issues with chelsea peretti you do yeah i i like her i do like her but um i think she's funny but her brother is jonah peretti yeah yeah Anyways, um, so yeah, so, so this has been, and then most recently, I think this last joke broke people because, because people were like, okay, we've had a fucking enough. Yeah. Because I mean, we'll get into it, but this guy basically, he's just like some history dude on, I don't even know. I didn't even bother to look him up again for this podcast because I was like, he's a nobody. Yeah. But he has like thousands and thousands yeah, of followers. Yeah, I think he was journalist, history, buff, yeah. fucking radio, whatever. The worst guy. Put all that stuff together, worst guy. We hate journalists. We honestly. hate them. <laughs> That's one thing I have in common with Trump. I mean, they actually are going to be a big problem in this election cycle. Oh. So. Twitter and journalists are both going to be. Yeah, huge. it's going to be a f- the fucking hellscape. I should have. I Googled hell and that came up. <laughs> Journalist <laughs> number two. Um, yeah. Anyways. Um, so maybe let's, maybe let's just describe a general food blog. 
Yeah, post. if you're an idiot and have well, never... okay. So here, I'll say my my personal history is that I worked at a bakery that was owned by a couple, these two women who were like very very into like that into like one of them had their own food blog. They were both like really young and like really into the food scene. And I, w- I remember reading it, and this was, like, in 2005, probably. And I was like, this is fucking dumb. because and, and, like, I was wrong, but, like, I didn't understand what a food blog was. Well, also, like, blogs were such a different... Yeah, they were a different thing. It was a really different era of the internet. Totally, yeah. So it's, it's a different format, a different, you know, way of expressing yourself that we just don't do anymore. Yeah. Um, but it would basically be, like... It just tells a story uh, behind the recipe, behind the ingredients. Either it's a family history or, yeah, you were traveling and you were inspired. Just sort of like a personal yeah. anecdote, which you may or may not find interesting, but hopefully you do because you know this person or you're interested in their recipe and ideas. It's just like it's it's a very benign there's nothing, it's not hurting anybody, it's nothing that is, like, problematic. It also, like, to me, I actually find, like, I remember years ago reading in, like, Gourmet or Bon Appetit magazine, they had, like, a round table of women chefs, and mm-hmm. one of the women, not specifically about any recipe, but she was saying, she was like, oh, I liked that salad at your restaurant so much that I put a version of it on my menu, mm-hmm. and I was like, to me, that was like such cool information. It was before it was, this was when I was in high school and I never worked in restaurants and I didn't really understand like how recipe development worked in restaurants. And I was like, like that was such a relevatory moment for me of Mm -hmm. like thinking about like inspiration and sharing and community. Totally. And like, maybe you don't want to read the story, but like maybe that can be a revelation for someone else. Totally. Yeah, and that's the thing. And when I only bring up my dumb thing about hating a food blog in 2005 because I was very young, I was getting wasted and like literally just eating boiled potatoes and I didn't understand. I know it was dark. I didn't under like I had scorn for the food world in this way because I was like, "Oh, you're going to get you're going to write a fucking poem about salad." Like I I didn't and I was like very adverse to that idea for many reasons. So like I, I wasn't embracing that. I didn't understand. I didn't care to understand. I was ignorant of it. And I had, and I was, there is an inclination at first to make fun of something that you think is too precious. And that's only been exacerbated in the last five years. Like it's gotten, it's horrific. You can't be sincere about anything. Yeah. I think that's what it is. It's like someone earnestly saying anything is just like, of course they open themselves up to ridicule because you're being vulnerable you're being vulnerable and that's like much like yeah you've just opened yourself up to that in a way that just being like yo whatever man fuck it yeah like not you're not open to scorn then right it's also just like i mean for so many of us like i feel like cooking is therapeutic and cooking is like history and like for me, it is one of the few things that really calms my mind. And it's just, I don't know. I just think that people too often, I mean, we're so separated from our food. Like so many of us don't think about that kind of thing. And I think to think about it is so alien to so many people and they don't understand it. And they're like annoyed by it. But specific to this phenomenon, it's like, okay, well, if you really hate it, literally scroll the fuck down. 
you you see a text block. I've done it before. I'm like, I honestly don't care about this Midwestern's mom. God bless her. I'm glad she wrote this, but I actually just want to see the thing. And then I see the thing and then I leave it. That's it. Why are you doing this? Why are we calling out people? And then Deb Perlman, who runs Smitten Kitchen. Who we who love. We both love. Um, made this point on Twitter. She was like, a lot of these food blogs are run by women. A lot of them are stay-at-home moms or stay-at-home wives. They don't have other outlets. And, like, this is a way for them to express themselves. And so for you to, like, really come for them and yeah. really be like, fuck <laughs> you. It's like, wow, like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you proving right now? Exactly. Exactly. This woman who's already, if you haven't read The Feminine Mystique, <laughs> I haven't. Uh, but my understanding is that <laughs> you should be nice to those women. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just really one of those things of like, r- when you do that, like think about who your target is and think about why, and it's going to show more about you than them. Yeah. I think, and I've always said this, um, I think that this is not, obviously this phenomena isn't specific to like leftists, but I find leftist dudes often will critique capitalism but what they mean is that they hate women oh yeah like they'll be like yeah fashion and like um culture and like mm, art and like music it all sucks yeah all they mean is that they're like women are stupid and i hate their interests oh yeah and then this is like that but just not even with under the guise of like no yeah yeah exactly it's just straight up attacks yeah and just being like yeah, I fucking hate when women think that I should pay any attention mm-hmm. to them, their interiority, yep. their lives, their experiences, the thought they put into what they make. Yeah. At all. And that like, there is also this huge divide that is always just so frustrating to me. And I think it's definitely changing, but like the kitchen of like male chefs and the kitchen of everyone else and how one is lauded and one is scorned. Absolutely. And it's just like, it, it is a constant thing that is, is still continuing, is slightly changing, but still. I mean, you would want to read fucking Anthony Bourdain's book. You would want to read, you know, all those fucking dudes. Like, they're so interesting. Yeah. You like, want to read about him talking about marrow and guts and like whatever, because it's masculine and it's fucking dark and it's a, you know, whatever. Fuck you. Yeah. I think it's also like, I don't know. Like, I think that there is part of it. That's like the, what we seek from cooking. And I think like so many women that I know cooking has been, like you say, it's like, it's not only the act of it is therapeutic, but being able to like, like recognize that like food isn't your enemy and that you can like love and appreciate like it's creation and consuming it. And like, like feel differently about like so many women are raised. And I think it is kind of changing, but also not really, but like we were raised very much to be like, you should be thin food is your enemy. It's like, you should like know it's caloric content and then just like eat it to like literally survive. And that's yep. it. Yeah. And like being able to like change your relationship to that is really important. As like as a part of growing up and being able to like, accept yourself uh, i'm like pmsing i'm gonna cry no i'm 
got to hit this jewel again. No, <laughs> I mean, absolutely. That is such a beautiful point. It's true. And that that is such a healthy evolution. Yeah. And like so needed and by so many people, not just like white women, but by yeah. so many people to have like a connection to history and your family and yourself in a different way. Yeah. And like allowing people to like work through it because like not everyone's going to go up and be like, so like, I didn't eat pasta for years and this is a pasta recipe, but it's like being able to like talk through yeah, like around it, but like get to a place where you're like, and so I love pasta is like, that's important. Even if you don't, that's like an important thing for that person. Right. And like, why? Like what? Just I know. what is your goal? <laughs> it's so weird to me. It's so weird. And there's not even like a second layer of thought with these things. Like it's just like a, a very surface level pointlessly mean attack which i'm not about like i fucking love talking shit i love ripping people who suck apart i it's my sport i fucking love it but i would never just be like oh you like a thing and you're fucking like i just i wouldn't do that i just wouldn't because there's nothing deeper behind it you're not attacking a larger scale problem or like an issue or a societal like flaw it's none Mm -hmm. of that it's none of that. It's simple fucking bias. It's so shitty. Yeah, for sure. Deb with the clap back on Twitter, as oh, I said. Love Deb. She was like, here's my thread, you motherfucker. I mean, she didn't say that because she's Deb Perlman. Oh, yeah, and she was like, tiny children. Mm, I love her. I know. Yeah. And then I saw another Twitter guy was like, I want to hear about like, your fucking like why your grandma did this with eggs like what how she held this in her hands how she like he was really beautiful about it and it was just like yeah that's interesting to me like i i want to hear that and i'm like yeah, yeah me too also there are so many get a fucking like it's just crazy to me i'm like there are so many places that you can get recipes without yeah new any, york times cooking and any call recipe all recipes like the worst fucking thing online like any if you just google a word and it comes like you'll see just the recipe you do not have to find a food blog to yeah. find recipes cooks illustrated has huge intros they're not depersonalized they just talk about the process of inventing the recipe i'm i like it yeah i mean for those of us who are interested in food in a different way like we like that you don't have to like that it's fine that's not your thing but yeah just scroll the fuck down yeah that's what i don't understand too is i'm like uh, it's truly like and not to like go too deep into it but i'm like you can buy a fucking cookbook that's not going to say anything, but you're using this free labor that these people are doing, uploading these recipes for free, taking pictures, thoughtfully laying it out, the steps, you know, blah, blah, whatever. It's hard to write a recipe. And they pay to maintain those blogs. Totally. They get advertised. Like it's work. And then you're just clicking on it. It's it's so weird. It's so fucking weird. I hate it. Don't fucking do it. Don't do that. If you have done it, delete that tweet because I'm going to find it and drag you. Yeah. Just (laughs) if you have done that and if you have said that in the past, just think about like what what made you say that. Yeah. And if you investigate it, it's probably what made you say that is that you think that you shouldn't have to pay attention to the interior lives of women. To be honest. Bitch. (laughs) <laughs> that's it okay <laughs> oh man yeah 
Well, I'm glad we got this out because honestly, uh, it's fucking boils my blood and I scream about it on Twitter. I don't have enough followers to really make a dent, but I just am like screaming into a fucking vast canyon about it. It makes me so angry. It's such a cheap shot. It's such a cheap shot. You famous for low blows, <laughs> Kelly Sullivan. <laughs> You last should know. Night, last night, Lily and I were texting about a movie that I didn't like, and she did. And I and she was like, "Well, it's just because like you're an Earth sign, I'm an Air sign." And I was like, "You know who's an Air sign? Donald Trump." Said low blow for you, <laughs> Kelly Sullivan. Even for you, that's a low blow. <laughs> and it was. And it was. And it was. Uh, the movie is Personal Shopper. Anyways, have you guys seen it? It's very. I loved it. I loved it. So, anyways, it's a two-year-old movie. We don't need to talk about it, but, <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. Um, anyways, um, I think we have one. This is the last episode coming out before our live show. Yeah, that's true. If you're listening in sequential order, um, which probably most. People yeah, are. I mean, I don't know. Some new listeners might be picking up. Um, oh yeah. But um, yeah, our live show is uh, this coming Monday, March 11th, eight o'clock at Gertie. Where there's going to be a photographer there. We have merch. We have. There's going to be drinks. Um, comedians. Comedians. Yeah. Cars. No cars. Getting coffee. No coffee. No coffee allowed. <laughs> you bring. Put that upper shit away. We're going downtown. Oh. I don't know. Okay. I just meant like I'm going to be having a drink. <laughs> is what I meant. We're gonna have. We'll go to another. We're gonna bar. do poppers. Uh, yeah, we're doing poppers in the bathroom. <laughs> DM me if you want in that. Um, it'll be like right before we go on stage. Do some rush. <laughs> Get a little wavy, and then we're gonna go party afterwards. And you're welcome to join us at whatever bar we decide to go to. It's yeah. a whole night of it's hanging gonna out. Be, it's gonna be a hoot and a holler. You can pay ten dollars to hang out with us for as long as you can stand it. Um, alternatively, it is the season finale of The Bachelor that night. Right. We have heard your complaints that we're doing a live show on the season but finale. In our defense, it doesn't even come up on Hulu till Tuesday, so it's like, are you were you really gonna watch it live? Yeah. And Kelly is a huge Bachelor fan, and she's taken a bullet. She said, "Can I actually just skip out on the live <laughs> show?" I said, "Kelly, please." <laughs> Please, please don't. And she said, you're right. I did not. I didn't look like I was just like, do I have anything? And I really am not the least busy person. <laughs> so I was like, no, this date works perfectly for me. Well, I think it's going to be fine. And then you, you can have two nights of fun instead of just one. That have is our so show. True. And then you space it out and you have a fun bachelor party. Oh, my. I mean, I. Yeah. I had to do. I had to delay watching the last bachelorette and I just did media blackout. And know? it was fine, right? It was fine. Okay. So. Take it from Kelly. It's going to be okay if you skip it that and it, night. And it's almost like that silent retreat that we were talking about. Like, if you don't want... And then you do the media blackout. So put down your phone. It's a, it's a meditation. Helping. It's that you're getting your mind right. You're going to our live show. And then you will have an extra night of fun in your life. Absolutely. Our gift to you, twofold. Yes. Um, thanks so much for listening. We love you guys. Also, if you can... I know we always ask, but... If you do uh, review, rate, and subscribe, it really helps us out. It helps more people see the podcast, and uh, we would love for you to do that. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Doodles. Bye-bye.